Hi, this is Mark Sevy with Plot Points Podcast. I'm uh, here today on a kind of an overcast uh, Southern California July or June day. It's very weird. Are you getting rain where you're at, Chris? Not yet, but oh. it's definitely gloomy and overcast. Yeah. Uh, that voice is uh, my friend Christopher Styers, who is an author, screenwriter, um, you know, just a really great guy. He and I collaborate on uh, occasionally on projects, but he uh, he is a all by himself a very well uh, established writer, uh, novelist of uh, fantasy. Have you ever written any nonfiction or anything like that? I have done a few articles mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of uh, web zines that are no longer <laughs> around. Yeah. But, uh, well, right now um, you are available all over the interwebs. You can find Chris at um, his podcast. I'm sorry, his podcast, his website, Chris, ChristopherStyers.com. And, of course, here on the podcast, we we uh, we speak quite frequently, although I am rotating in uh, Victor every once in a while. And then um, he's also got a author's page on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So it's ChristopherStyers.com. It's spelled just like it sounds. Um, just look for him all around, and um, you'll. I think you'll enjoy his work quite a bit. He's. Uh, I. I kind of. I don't know how to characterize your writing. Uh, it's more. It's very. Um, accessible i guess would be the the word for it well thank you no it's yeah it's really easy to read it's down to earth it uh it reflects you um who you know you and i have have uh, been talking to each other for quite a while many more decades than i think we want to admit but um it really your writing really reflects who you are as a person um and and yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so, on that note, are you? What do you? Are you still working on your rewrite for your novel? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing uh, the editing and rewriting mm. of my novel that was originally supposed to be out this month, but uh, mm. various world things and uh, nation things, and uh, now that I'm editing it's going to be later I, mm. and part of it's going to be on me how soon i finish the editing mm-hmm. is um so what's give me give us an example of of like one thing what that's like that process is like you write this you write the book you send it to your editor your editor editor goes crazy over it and then con- yeah. then uh proceeds to change everything you wrote no i'm kidding um <laughs> But what's it, what's it like to get back the are those called galleys when you when you get the editing yeah. or they yeah so yeah. what's it like it's to a, get back ed- the galleys edited galley and um, well it's there's all kinds of things in there some of it is you know questions on the grammar that I used mm-hmm. or the sentence structure and then other things um, the editor will put down upon occasion. Oh, this is wonderful, or this is funny. Mm. And well, that's uh, good but to other, hear. yeah, but then other times it's like uh, I don't understand, mm. um, or I I think you know the paragraph three should come before paragraph one. Mm. And do you like have that. to do you have to follow these suggestions? Are they suggestions or 
I mean, what their it, suggestions, okay. it's what the editor's uh, recommendations are. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm working with right now, Brenda, she has a very sharp eye. Mm. So yeah, I know I you've, am, you, you've spoken very highly of her in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's great. And when will you, when do you think you'll be done with your, I mean, don't put it out on the air if you don't want to commit to it, but when do you, is it all summer um, or? No, no, I'm hoping to have it completed at least the first run through uh, by the 1st of July. Oh. And uh, then when I get to the end, I'm, before I send it back to them, I'm going to go through it one more time. God, that's a process. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So <laughs> this week I've been working on... Um, I'm doing a a talk with um, a group of um, I don't know how to describe them. It's the OCP. Oh God, I'm going to blow this. The OCPRSA, um, the Orange County Public Relations Society of America. And oh, okay. yeah, it's ki- kind of interesting. It's a different uh, type of group than I'm normally with, which is driving me to distraction. I've been working on my PowerPoint presentation for two weeks. And um, the this last maybe Wednesday, Tuesday, I was talking to the guy uh-huh. who, book, to book, who booked me and I, he said, you know what I would think would be great is if you could talk on blank. And then he gave me blank because he's taken my class before. So he knows I do um, this lecture on Joseph Campbellian mythology. Uh-huh. And so I said to him, well, you know uh-huh. that Mythology is basically uh, for fiction, right? And you guys are public relations uh, wonks. You're not really fiction writers. And he said, oh, yeah. And the disappointment was so palpable in his voice. I said, okay, I'll make it work. So um, I'm proceeding to try to figure out. And, I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, when you get down to it, um, all stories are true stories and and based yeah. in some truth, right? Even thematic or right. whatever. So anyway, but it is a bit of a challenge. Usually, when I do this lecture in my classes, they uh, we they watch a movie, and I directly connect the mythology lecture with the movie. And I, oh. I I'm not able to do that with these guys. Uh, I didn't want to give them homework, um, so I found an ad um, that was pretty in- interesting. It was a, it's a three minute ad. Um, so it's more of a little short story, and I'm I'm going to use that. So we'll see if it's successful. I'll I'll let everybody know how it went uh, on the next podcast. But that's kept me quite busy and searching for answers. Let's move on to as we're. Do you have anything else you're working on, by the way, Chris? I didn't. I didn't ask no, you. No, I'm concentrating solely on my the editing of my novel. Yeah, and, and with good reason, obviously. Your work is always superb. So, I assume that's a combination of skill to write it, uh, skill to edit, and just dumbass luck because uh, you're not that good. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Okay, on that note, so we're Plot Points Podcast. This is my good buddy, uh, Chris Styers. if I didn't mention 
that he's also a great friend. Uh, he and I talk, uh, we can talk for hours on writing and movies and. So Chris, this week, I don't remember exactly what the top five category was, but I, it's something like films that we, the like guilty pleasures or films that were box office failures that we love or something yeah. or along those lines. So I, I'm just going to... Favorites gonna... in among the box office disappointments. I okay. That's how you phrased it to me. Okay. All right. So go ahead and you give me your list and I'll give you mine. Okay. Well, the first one on my list, it's surprising that it's on my list, but it didn't do well at the box office. But once it you know, started being put on cable and DVDs. That's Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Wow, that's a great film. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the other stuff, they're just, uh, I just enjoy the films, even though they didn't do well. One mm. is uh, Prince of Persia, okay. Sands of Time. Prince of Persia. And, and I just... I can turn off my brain and watch Battleship. Mm, okay. Okay. But, and the other two that I have, one was uh, Catherine Bigelow's uh, first film, the director who did Hurt Locker mm-hmm. and uh, Zero Dark Thirty, and it's Near Dark. Terrific film. Amazingly good uh, film. Yeah. With Lance Hendrickson and Bill Paxton yeah. and one of the other cast from uh, Aliens. Yep. And uh but I and I just flat out enjoy the movie with Kurt Russell Soldier. Soldier. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that movie too a lot. Um Yeah, those are those are great. I haven't seen um Prince of Persia or Battleship, but the other ones, wow. Yeah, Near Dark yeah. is whew, Near Dark is amazing. Um Yeah. So I my list is completely different, which is good. Uh I at the top of my list I have Buckaroo Bonsai which was, okay. it came out the same time as E.T., and so E.T. sucked the oxygen out of every box office in the world, and Buckaroo Banzai was relegated to the dustbins of uh, history, but it is a great film, just so wonderfully done. Um, Blade Runner was not a success at the box office, but what a, one of my favorite of all time films. Um, yeah. Attack the Block, I don't know if you've ever seen that, that is available yeah. on... Yeah, just a great little sci-fi thriller. I would also say uh, Heaven's Gate, which I know is surprising, but I liked that film a lot, and it was a disaster at the box office. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Iron Giant, which um, did not okay. did not do well, unfortunately, but it was Brad Bird's first major motion picture, and, of course, he's responsible uh-huh. for The Incredibles. Uh, so. Yeah. So, wow, those are good, good, that's a good list. That's a great month or week or two weeks of, of watching if you guys want to, uh, want to do that. So, so to recap, it's Shawshank Redemption, Prince of Persia, Battleship, Near Dark, and Soldier for Chris. And for me, Buckaroo Banzai, Blade Runner, Attack the Block, Heaven's Gate, and Iron Giant. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway, if you guys have any uh, suggestions or questions, 
regarding the podcast or you want to throw out your your list of whatever word, please you know contact us at plotpoints.com or 919 scripts you can call that number and leave a voicemail for uh, myself Chris or Victor yeah I would love to hear from you guys we we are also available on uh, Apple podcast and all over the net really the once you sign up with one of these podcasting hosts you get pushed into a lot of different venues so Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, my name is Mark Sevy. I'm with Christopher Styers, ChristopherStyers.com, or you can um, find him on Amazon. He has a, a author's page or Barnes and Noble, and uh, he's all over the place too. He's a great novelist, a terrific screenwriter. He and I work together on some projects, although nothing recently, but soon we'll, we'll jump into something. Hopefully. <music> Okay, Chris, so we're not going to do a writer's profile this week, although I, I kind of blew it because this week or something is the 40th anniversary of Caddyshack. I could have easily done a, a, a whole, you know, 10 pages on Harold Ramis or Doug Kenny. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. so uh, maybe next podcast, but uh, two terrific writers. One basically uh, just, you know, incredibly uh, talented and gifted, both gifted, but Doug Kenny started National Lampoon. Um, which ended up starting Saturday Night Live. So it, uh, there's a movie called A uh, Stupid and Futile Gesture about him uh, that's, I, that I highly recommend. All right, so um, at this point, we're going to cover some questions and then wrap it up. You got some questions there, Mr. Chris? Yes. Um, okay. Well, Mark, how do I get the most out of a screenwriting workshop? Hmm. Good question. Okay, so first of all, you, everybody should be in a workshop, period. Um, I don't agree with the idea that you should write in a vacuum, uh, especially when you're starting out, because uh, there's so much you you can learn from other people who have different views and, and techniques and experiences. Um, the thing about a workshop, it doesn't work, so to speak, unless you're writing, critiquing, and then increasing your skills and your knowledge and bringing that to the group. I think sharing information in a group, including critiques, uh, is the best way to go. And if you go in with an agenda that you're going to get the most out of these people, uh, it's, a, it's, you know, it's okay to use people in a workshop to be your sounding board, to say, I don't understand this, or why am I doing this, or how am I, how am I not getting this? So, you know, it's just like anything else, Chris. It's like if, you're, if you own a gym membership and you never go, how much good is that doing you? Um, right. So it's the same thing, really, when you get down to it. Uh, but having said that, you also need to, um, to you know, to, to be as participant, participatory as possible, but don't stop learning and bring, bringing that information to the group itself. If you're, if you're an active participant on both ends – It'll be a great, uh, I think, a great help to, to everybody and give you a lot of uh, good stuff to, to think about during the week or however long you guys, you know, like if you're meeting once a week, once a month, whatever. Uh, any suggestions about when you're creating characters of the opposite sex? I'd have to think about that one. Let me, let, let's move on to another one. That's a great question, by the way, but let's move on to a different one. I, I, I don't have a, a good answer for that right off the top of my head. Should your main character have virtues and failures? Oh, of course. Or faults? 
Yeah. Now, you know, you that's a great question for you to ask, but you could answer that question yourself because you write great characters. Uh, and we both know that a character's flaws define them as much as their attributes. So if you give somebody, you know, if somebody's, uh, you know, stalwart, good guy, you know, uh, salt to the earth, he's also got to, you know, have a, a some bad habits. I, I, I do get a little tired of people making main characters alcoholics or drug dealer or drug users or something. I, you know, that's yeah. such an, it's how many decades, how many centuries have we been, yeah. uh, you know, uh, but there are, there's, you know, gambling, um, you, you know, maybe emotionally unavailable. There's it, this movie or this series I'm, I was talking about earlier called Mystery Road. Terrific because one of the characters, the main characters is a detective who comes in to solve the the disappearance of these two young boys. His daughter ends up on his doorstep at a hotel because he's staying at a hotel while he's working. And he is... He's almost totally emotionally unavailable to his family, to his wife and to his daughter. And so they're right. kind of they're kind of broken up. But that's a great uh, it, it makes them a little bit harsh at times. But it also makes you understand that the guy is so committed to his um, uh, to his work that he that he can't involve anything else. And uh, what about Sherlock Holmes? You know, Sherlock Holmes has got. My God, not only is he a drug addict, 7% solution, um, but he is, he's also emotionally unavailable, you know, does not care about other people, does not, does not even care about other crimes, only cares about the ones that are important. I think the great uh, heroes or heroines of the work that we do have um, at their core a, a fatal flaw uh, that either has to be resolved in the context of the story or is going to carry a house MD. House is another great example, you know, well, and he's basically Sherlock Holmes for the medical profession, but definitely not a nice guy. Wouldn't you probably wouldn't want to be his friend. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, who's the one character in house who's his buddy who doesn't want to be his buddy most of the time. Right. Wilson. Yeah. Wilson. So Wilson. yeah. Yeah. Wilson is Watson. House is Holmes. Uh, yeah, he's and and the Strahd, I guess, is uh, the uh, the woman who runs the hospital. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, well, those are those are great questions. And they you know, those are the type, type of questions you have to you guys as writers have to ask yourselves all the time. And and if you don't know the answer, go looking for it. There's a tremendous amount of information available on the Web, including this podcast. Um, so and I do write articles for a creative screenwriting magazine uh, that do touch does touch on some of these topics. So you can find those at csmagazine.com, I think, or org. Um, and also, uh, you know, you can you, there's stuff on ocscreenwriters.org uh, that you can avail yourself of. Usually when I do these profiles of writers, I post them to the website also uh, so that you can you read them if you if you don't hear them uh, on a pod, on the podcast so um, we're going to wrap up now uh, Chris it always seems like it's too short but yeah my name's Mark Sevy this is Christopher Styers christopherstyers.com also, uh, Amazon and Barnes and Noble author pages. Chris is a terrific, uh, not only terrific guy, but a great writer. 
He uh, he and I collaborate on occasion, uh, and he is a all on his own, a, a terrific author. We met we actually met in in novel class. I was taking a novel class, uh, and he was one of the stars of that class, obviously. So, uh, although Raymond used to love to yell at you about your your character name, so that's still yes. that's still a problem with you, buddy. I got to tell you. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you uh, if you like us. Uh, or even if you don't like us, please call at 919 scripts or go to <laughs> plotpoints.com and, and uh, give us a shout out on the contact page. Um, for myself, and Mark Sevy, and Christopher Styers, this is Plot Points Podcast with OC Screenwriters. Be inspired, do good work. Mm-hmm.